welcome to episode five of the Thriving Diaries podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm Erin. And today we're just going to give you a little catch up on where we have been because last week we took a little week off just because, I don't know, like I had a bit of imposter yeah. syndrome and... Do you know what as well? Um, I feel like we were putting unbelie- an unbelievable amount of pressure on ourselves to yeah. stay consistent because like when we said that we were going to do our podcast, like the one bit of advice, everyone's like, make sure you stay consistent, make sure you stay, con- stay consistent and then you make it feel like it's a job and it's something yeah. that's like, you're taking the fun out of it. Yeah, and life gets in the way sometimes and then like, if I had shit to do and I didn't have time to do the podcast, I'd be like, oh, yeah. oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So, like, the week before last week, we had a real chill one because yeah. we were literally just feeling, like, so pressured. Yeah. Then that led to a week off. Um, but now we're here and I feel like we're reinvigorating it with fun again. Like, yeah. this doesn't have to be something that we treat, like, you know, schoolwork. Yeah, like, this exactly. is our little podcast, it's our little baby. We don't have to feel pressured. Yeah, like, last week... I came to Aaron's house because we were recording Aaron's house and we were planning on recording a podcast, but instead we just wanted to do something fun. Yeah. So we literally just went to the drive range with Dean, yeah. Aaron's boyfriend. And that was fun. I'm actually glad we done that. Yeah, that was unreal. Yeah. I feel like that got a lot of stress out. I done that this morning as again oh, did with you? Dean, yeah. Um and his two little brothers. Like you're basically just hitting balls with a golf club like over and over and over. It's relaxing though, you could even go by yourself. Yeah, it's very meditative. Yeah. meditative yeah 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 so how have you been Erin I'm grand like I just obviously we I put up a post and then reposted it on the Thriving Diaries just that I've been running on empty a bit for a couple of weeks um like once you are burnt out one little thing can feel like too much on your plate so I feel like that's probably why I didn't want to do the podcast last week you didn't yeah yeah it was just one thing too many like yeah. I had a lot of things going on in my personal life um like trying to be there trying to stretch myself too thin so I had um a session with my life coach and yeah I just feel ready to come back like a bad bitch that I am you know yeah and I feel like we were worried that we bring like bad energy yeah out in the podcast but yeah. then again like it's we're really relatable if we done that true like everyone has shit weeks yeah you know? And like when I when we started this, we were both in like really 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 good, like mental health positions, you know, like the tribe and diaries, da, da, da. but like healing is not linear, and like I have been struggling with my mental health the past couple of weeks, mm-hmm. so I don't think that. I don't think that we have to romanticize yeah. healing on this, and we don't have to make it seem like it's we're perfect and positive all the time. Exactly, like cause I've actually. I just have had no energy to do anything. Yeah. Like, it's been zapped from me. Like, it was such a big effort to even go to the gym. um, Like, such a big effort to even do that, po- the lad- last podcast. Like, even today, before me and Hannah started recording, I was just like, I have no energy. Yeah. And she was like, oh, but we'll just talk about this, this. And I was like, yeah, but when you're, like, a little, going through a little depressive moment, you literally can't even remember on. Like, I can't even think back. But now that I'm talking, the flow is coming and Brain I'm fog. opening up. Dead brain fog, exactly. But after talking to my life coach, I'm, like, aware of it. Like, I'm not going to let myself get to, like, the way I used to be if I was feeling down. That would lead to, like, you know, proper depression, like, not doing much, not being active, like, leaving the gym, leaving healthy eating and that. But now that I'm going through it and we're, like, emotionally intelligent, I'm aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. I will let it pass. Yes. And I will 
got over it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you're not defined by your feelings all the time. No, like my emotional state of mind is something that I'm still trying to, to build on. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, you don't just wake up one day and you're fine. So I have been struggling a little bit, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I know that I will come out the other end. Yes. So that's how my week <laughs> Wow. But like, I feel like a lot of people will relate to that. Yeah. You know, so I'm glad you're being vulnerable. Mm. Um, also, I obviously, I have my little puppy, Luna. So, like, I'm literally flat out minding her. Yeah. Like, I'm talking two toilet breaks a night, but we're, we move. But I feel like we help each other. Like, if one's feeling down, the other yeah. one helps. Like, not even... When we done the podcast, the Q&A one, I yeah. didn't even want to do it because, I don't know, I was just like, Aaron, I actually can't even do it. Like, yeah, I you was, were having a hard week that week. And then you were sending me loads of messages saying, Hannah, you'll be grand, like just talk about this and this and I was like I can't I don't even know what to talk about I feel yeah. like I I know it's called the tribe and diaries but I nearly gave it you were like putting too much niche. meaning yeah. like behind it like sometimes I wouldn't be thriving and I'm like I feel like an imposter coming on yeah. saying I'm thriving when in the background I'm not but like a fraud yeah but that's the whole point like we are still thriving thriving is like an ongoing thing yeah it's not like you've thrived or you're yeah like, I know we're thriving we're trying to we're be still thriving. young like I feel like you know like if you'd be talking about your aunties and all you'd be like they have reached like what would you call it you know wokeness and yeah wokeness. But then again, obviously, they well, have actually, hard times too. Well, um, actually, my auntie Brida um, gave me feedback from one of our podcasts and was like, just to let you know, even at my age, I'm still healing. Like, no one actually stops. Yeah. It's like a lifelong thing. Exactly. And that's why I'm, like, looking at myself now, feeling a bit down and knowing that that's not the end of the world, you yeah. know? And yeah. when you are feeling imposter syndrome, that doesn't mean we have to quit our podcast. That doesn't mean we have to stop. <laughs> Alright, so tell the guys what imposter syndrome okay, is. Okay, so like a lot of people probably wouldn't really know what imposter syndrome is because yeah. you kind of filled me in on it. Yeah. So it would be like believing you're not good enough or worthy as others perceive you to be. So like people could be like talking you up. Just say Aaron would be like to me the other week like, Hannah, you're so knowledgeable. And yeah. I'd be like, but well, I'm not. Yeah, because you know? that's just your toss telling you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like lack of self-belief or I don't know what you perfectionism like yeah, having too much of a high standard yeah just having too much of a high standard for yourself and then when you don't meet that you're like i'm crap who but, even am i yeah an imposter <laughs> so give them an example of it um i don't like personally it for me just say like if i was getting like a promotion and work i would be like do i deserve this yeah. well clearly i do if I'm you work so hard it. yeah or examples for other people just say like you're invited to an event and you say to yourself like oh maybe I don't deserve to be here but like you do clearly if you're invited there mm. so if you feel like a spare tip yeah like, why do you feel like a spare tip yeah but you were invited there yeah. for a reason because you're worthy of being there yeah you know what, what about you have you ever had any experiences um, with imposter syndrome yeah maybe like it doesn't have to actually just have to be called that like it can be kind of self-doubt as well yeah like self-sabotage it, yeah like in like basic human terms we can call it self-doubt like maybe when I was doing my English degree um like I got into uh college on the Susie grant like I didn't even think I was going to college and when I got there I really really felt like I didn't belong there mm-hmm. like for the whole three years of my degree I was literally like roaming those halls like I didn't deserve it because I was on the Susie grant and because I felt like I nearly cheated my way into college because I got them points. Like, 
Yeah, even though you're I smart. worked hard. Yeah, yeah. but I, I never really like tried properly in school. And then when I the leaving cert came, I think I, like I had a teacher. Obviously, you remember Miss Gannon. Like I love Miss Gannon. Like I still I'm in touch with her now. But she kind of pushed me to, you know, like study. And she's like, believe you're, in yourself. Yeah, she was like, you're good enough to go to college. Like you're worth more than you think you are and all. So I started, like studying. I actually. Uh, was looking into law of attraction at the time because my auntie Jackie was reading the secret and she had her house that she wanted up on her wall and like print out as a picture yeah so she'd look at it every day and be like I'm gonna move into that house she's like Erin you need to do this with your leaving search so I put 350 points on my wall yeah I remember that and like at the time even that I was like oh that's a low amount of points and all but like because people were getting like 500 600 350 is like, unreal yeah it was <laughs> but it's just it's a self-doubt yeah. <laughs> it's like you're always going Comparing, to compare yourself yeah. to someone else. But yeah, I put 350 points on my wall and then I just grafted for a couple of months and I ended up the day of the leaving cert opening up my little docket and getting 355 points. And I balled my little eyes out. I got my A1 in English and all, which was mad at the time. But mm. like, I always remember everyone like saying, yeah, you're really good at English and just kind of thinking, yeah, but I'm not though. But you are though. And then See? I went and done an English degree. Yeah. And you I still just, felt like that. I just felt like even in the classroom, everyone would be reading their books and doing the work, but I never actively engaged in the content. Like I never actually done hard work in college. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of sailing easily through it the same way that I did in school, sailing easily through it. Like obviously I'm probably naturally smart on paper, maybe book smart, mm-hmm. but I never tried hard enough and it always made me feel like maybe I wasn't wasn't smart enough but it's because I didn't actually put in the work but you're you were there for a reason so you're worthy yeah. of a place in that college you yeah. know yeah no, 100% I know that now looking back but like even at my graduation I was like what am I even doing here yeah. it's mad like you're you're kind of stepping outside yourself and not seeing all the stu- stuff you've done to get there really yeah like maybe there was a bit of classism probably still is like in college and that like being on the Susie Grant <laughs> but like some people can't go to college if they're not on the Susie Grant I know like I wasn't I couldn't get to Susie it's Grant. mad it's like people in middle class like if you're not if your parents haven't enough money to send you to college but you also can't get a grant like where are you you're in limbo you can't go to college <laughs> like it doesn't make sense doesn't it I swear but yeah I don't know that's it but I really feel like I've worked my way through that and you know I was talking to my life coach and on the first session that I had with her she was saying so what have you done in the past like what's the dream and I was like oh, I've done an English degree like I had a poetry page but wasn't really into it Um, I don't really know if it was even something that I wanted to do I just naturally fell into it and she's like yeah but that's a tool in your toolbox now that you're going to have for the rest of your life exactly yeah. like you know the courses that you've done like which you can tell the guys about now they're all tools in your box yeah and they might be something that we whip out 10 years from now to fix them yeah. or I might you know write a poem 20 years from now for someone's birthday it'll something. still be recognized exactly like it's still if, a skill that I have if you move away or anything like you have an English yeah. degree in your back pocket you know not many people can say exactly that. so like if there's people out there who are nearly at the end of a degree that they're not even into they don't want to do that career wise and stuff like that's still your tool you can that's, write that on your CV yeah that's still something that's mm-hmm. like that you've learned that has developed you as a person yeah and that will take you onwards yeah 
So, so what are good. some experiences like that you've had? Some of your tools? Um, I don't know. Like, I felt like when we were in school, we were all nearly pressured to go to college. Like, yeah. I didn't want to go and do something. What would you call it? Would it wouldn't be academic. I want to do something more creative. Creative, yeah. Yeah, but I always had teachers in my ear saying, "Oh, you wouldn't make a living out of that living in Ireland." Mm. And then in my head, I'd be like, "Well, I don't even want to live in Ireland." But yeah. I listened to them. And I didn't put that down on my CAO, you yeah. know? Like, no one ever encourages art, uh, writing, or... Yeah. Like, it's always makeup. like, oh, you'll be struggling. You'll be a struggling but artist. But now the people or... in this society that have, like, made the most of themselves are all creatives. Yeah. Like, Instagram is such a great platform for people yeah. to their makeup brand, you know? Yeah, so, like, I'd be putting... I put down a random-ass course in bloody Dundalk. Yeah. And I just went to it, because I just felt like everyone was going what to was college. The event management oh yeah but like yeah i would say i'd be or i'd be going to organize and things like that but I it just, didn't make you excited it didn't align with what i wanted to do like i think if you want to take a year out take a year out you're not a failure if you want to take a year out like yeah isn't it Therefore. mad we were i was literally 17 leaving school why the hell did i want to go to college at 17 yeah. that is baby years like yeah you were so young yeah so when i finished school i done a month in college didn't get the susie grant yeah was struggling but i'd still work the weekends yeah um so that would pay for my bus fare and all but then i was just like i don't even want to do this but if i drop out people will slag me yeah so i can remember like people would say like oh hannah quits everything school dropout yeah and then i just dropped out got a job quit the job after two days what job was your first job mcdonald's did you just hate it i was only 17 like I feel like the, it's it's the pressure. It is. Like, when you're finished school, you have nothing to fall back on. Like, mm. school was, like, nearly, like, something to fall back on. Like, yeah. you could enjoy your time off in the summer because you'd always be going back to something. But yeah. when you're finished school, after the leaving cert, you're like, oh, shit, now I have to do something with my life. Yeah. So, went to college, hated that. Hated the first two jobs I was in. Then found a job when I was 18. Still in the job now. Done a course on the weekends. Done an art portfolio. Done my makeup course. So, like, you yeah. do eventually find what you want feel to like do. like the, the kind of old Irish attitude comes in of, like, just get on with it. Like, even yeah. if you're in a job that you fucking hate, like, yeah. you know, people are like, just get on with it. Just yeah. stay in it because it's better than not having a job. Or, like, they kind of look down on people who aren't working or... If they quit, they're like, oh, yeah. they quit a job. Like, even me at the moment, I'm not working. And the first thing that everyone says to me when I see them is, are you working? Yeah. Are you working? Say that like, no, I'm not. But, like, does that make me less of a human? Yeah, no. exactly. They uh, define yeah. you by your job. Anytime your... anyone says that now, they're like, are you working? I'm like, I'm working for the universe. You should say, I'm doing a life coaching course. Yeah. I'm working on myself. No, I don't even have to tell them anything because I don't have to explain myself to anyone. Fact, fact. I am doing my best and so are all of you people listening. Like, we don't have to explain ourselves to people if they try and put pressure on you as to what you're doing. But there is so much pressure on people that are in skill to just, like, oh, go to college. Some people yeah. might not want to go to college. Like, how can you pick the niche that you're going to spend the rest of your life in? Some people don't find that out until they're, like, in their 40s. I remember uh, Miss Neverku in Ard Gillen saying that she's like the most interesting people that I've ever met still don't know what they want to do in their 60s and 70s. You yeah. Know? Like we're here to test lots of things out and try and find what we want to do. Like I'm only here now after doing the English degree. I made a little poetry page. Remember where I was words? And then I just deleted that there a while ago because I was like, that's not what I want to do anymore. I don't mm-hmm. want to share poetry. Yeah. Like I used to, remember I used to always work on a poetry book and then stop and then work yeah. on it and stop. It's because yeah. 
it's just not what I want to do right now. Yeah. I kind of thought, okay, I'm good at writing, therefore I have to write. But that's actually, that takes the fun out of it, like we were taking the fun out of the podcast. Yeah, you, you should feel just... like you have to do it and it's not for fun anymore. Exactly, like pressure just takes away the excitement of something. Yeah. So this, like talking about the shit that we talk about, psychology, yeah. life coaching, and my little warehouse wellness, like that's the shit that excites me. Mm-hmm. That's the shit that makes me thrive. And I didn't know that when I was 18. And I wouldn't have known that had I not went to do a little English course and, you know, made a poetry page and made all these, like, what other people would call mistakes or, like, going off path. But they have led me to here. Exactly. Like, when you're that young, you feel like it's the end of the world if you don't do what other people are telling you to do. Mm. When, in fact, like, when you're air age now, I can actually say that I don't care what other people think. Like, if I wanted to start something new or... I don't know, move away and or yeah. if I wanted to quit something it wouldn't be like, Oh shit, I'm a failure. You yeah. know? Yeah, oh my just... god, I want you to talk about something. What? I want you to talk about your makeup course and oh. your imposter syndrome with that. And the <laughs> I still have the hibernating page that has been in your Instagram <laughs> for years. Oh no, I don't a makeup course for maybe like I think it was seven months, but it was just part time one on the weekends. Yeah. Um but, like, my girl can be a face. Like, Hannah Whelan, MUA. Like, this girl is unreal. But in my head, I'm like, oh, I still feel like it's not. Yeah. But that is just imposter syndrome. But, honestly, we need to stop saying imposter yeah. syndrome. Like, we can get rid of that. Yeah. Um. She just always, like, you always doubt yourself. And I remember when you got qualified for doing the makeup. Like, I sent my Auntie Maria over to do it and all. And you were like, I just never want to, I just don't feel good enough. And mm. I hope you don't mind me saying that. No, like no, you just, you didn't feel I like. I would mention that as well. And then even when she left, she was delighted yeah, with her makeup. She loved it. I think we went out that night yeah. or something. And she loved it. But something in my head, I was like, no, yeah. I, I'm not doing that ever again. Like that wasn't good enough. And is it pressure again? Yeah. Or trying to be perfect. Yeah. You know, when in fact, nobody's perfect. Nobody. You can make mistakes. You're not defined by your mistakes. Even though there was nothing even wrong in it. Like, yeah. She was chuffed. Um, But even like if I'd be getting paid for someone. So just, I always do Jasmine's makeup. Yeah. And she'd just be bloody delighted anytime yeah. I do her makeup. But I feel like not worthy of her money of when she Aww. pays me. So I'm like, no, Jasmine, you don't need to pay me. But yeah. like. That's like what you used to do with like. You used to do that with everything. I remember in the course the girl was always like no make sure people pay it because yeah. you're putting your time and energy into yeah it. whether it's friends family or anything else yeah like it's the same when I do like my little life coaching yeah you were wondering what price to charge yeah and... you're kind of you undervalue yourself yeah like I was looking up the prices of other life coaching sessions and they're all great and then for me I was like oh I don't feel like good enough to do that but when I was um looking stuff up about it it's saying well if you're not charging enough for your skill then you're showing other people that you don't value your skill like charge that amount yeah because just say higher (laughs) if you were going to say to a life coach or if i was going to get my makeup done i'd nearly want to go to the person that charges more because you know they're good you know what you know that they believe in themselves enough to value what they're selling fact yeah that's not true so like to get rid of imposter syndrome like i don't know like just your feelings aren't facts. Stay positive. Maybe do some affirmations in the mirror. Like, I am worthy. I am yeah. good enough. Like, um, visualize success. And realize that everyone else is feeling the same thing. Yeah. Like, we're all, really, we're all just trying our best, aren't we? Like, no one has it figured out. Mm-hmm. No. So, like, 
also when you're young you nearly feel like you're worrying that you're behind in life if you see all of your friends around you like in college getting a car um, being in relationships for mm. example and you're none of them things you nearly feel like you're running out of time or you're yeah. behind them all when in fact like everyone has their own timeline or people feel bad going to college when they're 25 because they're doing a five-year course they're like oh i'll be 30 when i'm finished but oh my god you're I'm, so, be 30. I actually am so bad at this but you're going to be 30 anyways you mm. might as well be 30 with a degree in your pocket you know like what i always keep on saying and doing is that i want to do a psychology course yeah and i want to be like probably right i want to be a life coach right i also could be a counselor mm-hmm. but like that's eight years of my life that so i'm what? like oh my god do i have eight years to give like what does this mean do i will that hold me back you could do areas? that but you could do that when you're 30 yeah i know you like know? it because it's something that really really drives me well if i wait so long but to it's do never it. too late to do it yeah like i remember my ma would always say like she didn't find out what she wanted to do until she was 40 yeah you know and now yeah. she loves her job and she's in her 50s yeah. you know so your life isn't over when you're 30 this is the counseling session for me today <laughs> but that is true though your life is not over when you're 30 and i feel like we think it is we're like oh my god i need to have kids get married by the time 27 oh yeah like, yeah definitely stop. like another example of feeling behind would be um not being able to move out because yeah. of how hard it is to move out in ireland and you know you're seeing people like own houses run their own businesses living their best lives and you're like oh, i should be doing that yeah and yeah but it's you're we're still so young yeah like it's nowadays it's not realistic like our parents love throwing at us when i was your age i had a mortgage yeah because your house was probably 80 grand yeah and it was like the norm and there was a lot of houses available now i know obviously it wasn't easy for them it wasn't easy for anybody they obviously went through their own struggles but oh it's so hard nowadays they really 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 make it difficult for you yeah and like you know if you get pressured into getting a mortgage too young like it might not even be the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, me and Dean were saving for a mortgage for a while, but, like, we're only, what? We're only together four years. Like, what was my rush? Mm-hmm. Now I'm renting a house with him, like, and that's the best thing for me right now. Because yeah. I don't know what the next ten years are going to hold. Yeah, you well, know? if you wanted to move away or yeah, go like, travelling or... We shouldn't be putting restrictions on ourselves just because of societal pressure. That is it. I just, I just think that times have changed and... We're much more laid back or something. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, obviously, there's pressure, but we're not giving in to it. Like, I'm not going to get married next no. year. And I I'm feel like gonna... that's good that we're not giving in to all this. Yeah, we're questioning pressure. it. Like Yeah. But um, the norms have changed. Yeah. So what advice have we got for anyone that is, you know, feeling pressured into certain things? or? I feel like none of all that stuff matters. When you get older, you just care less what people think. Yeah, definitely. Um, like we've come to a place where we're comfortable with our decisions, and we don't feel like we have to fit into these needs yeah. just to please other people. Yeah, like I'm certain of myself. I'm not doubting myself just because I don't have my own house or yeah. I'm not getting married or having kids. Like I'm working yeah. on myself. I like my job. I love doing this with you. Yeah, I have good friends, good family. I feel like that's a success in itself. You know, yeah, definitely. Like I'm doing it backwards. I got a puppy before I had a baby. Yeah, Are you but... not supposed to get the dog after you get married? <laughs> like, I'll do what I want. No, that's a little tester. Yeah, yeah, but I do what I want. Like, I don't yeah. have to, you know, pop out a couple of kids just because. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. 
Yeah, Stop and worrying. only when you're ready, like. But yeah. like some people want to have a kid now, but that's still okay for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Like if you want to have a kid when you're twenty, do it. It know? all depends on when you're ready, and as long as it's not to just please everyone. Yeah, as long as it's what you want to do. Yeah, I think. So, do you know what I want to know more about? What your perfectionism. Where did it stem from? Yeah, what's the story with your perfectionism, gal? Like perfectionism is a good and bad thing because yeah. you always strive to be good, but then you're like, if you're doing bad, you need to be like, I'm not doing it again. Yeah. But when it's it, in fact it's okay to fail and go again. Yeah. Well, What's that saying? I think called? failing is encouraged. Like fall seven times, stand up eight. Yeah. Was that? It? I don't know, but that's good. We're oh, awful last time. <laughs> I was like, what did I say? No. Caught to the wind earlier. <laughs> oh God, girls, good luck. Um. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I've always been like that, though. Yeah. Perfectionist. But it's your best thing, also. No, like, it's not. I think it is. I just think that you never leave a stone unturned when you are when you have a project. I love your perfectionism. <laughs> like, I know we haven't brought the big, bubbly, vivacious energy that we have every other week. Because we're going through it. Well, I'm, I don't know if you're going through it. Like, sis, you're thriving. You're thriving this week. I'm not thriving this week. But I'll be thriving next week. Yeah. But, yeah. We don't have to be perfect every week. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it might actually help people to listen to a fucking be negative Nellies on here. <laughs> and talk about how shit things can be sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, shit's always going to come. Yeah. Life's a bleeding roller coaster. I it swear. is a bleeding roller coaster. And I feel like when, when I get here and talk about this with you, it actually helps me to kind of get my head out of the fog and get on track again, you know? Yeah, I feel like we are our own worst critics at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We just need to stop comparing ourselves. Remember our achievements. Yeah. We're good enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just yeah. be mindful. We don't, we don't also have to be dishing out, like, advice on this all the time either. Like, I feel like us just talking about our experiences help people. Yeah. Like, relatability is number, number one, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like, sometimes... The pressure that we're putting on ourselves can just it can just ruin a good thing. Yeah, just like if you're going through a shit time, you can't give people really positive advice because you're going yeah, through exactly. a shit time. Yeah, exactly. So like this week, I'm like, I'm not gonna be sitting here and, faking it. Yeah, and bringing energy that I do not have because I just don't have it to give you. Yeah. But like, I suppose we're being honest queens here. Yeah. And this week might not have been the best podcast and last week was was not even existent and the week <laughs> before was a chill one. But like we're just on the journey and I think we'll just bring you along with it. Some weeks will be good, some weeks will be bad. Yeah, like air chill one for me, I enjoyed that one the most. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. He does had a laugh, like Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and it was just laid back. Every week is different. Like we're got we're gonna have a guest on now soon again as well. Yeah, people love to guess, I think. I, yeah. I love listening to podcasts with guests. Well, I have a deep question for you. I'm going to whack it out. I got this little book. Um, You know that book, The Alchemist? I think you yeah, read yeah, it. Yeah. So I have a little journal version of it called The Journal of Discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's like a bit from the same author. But I'm just going to open a random page and read a question. It better be one that I could answer. In what areas of your life could you push yourself to face new challenges, whether in body, mind or soul? Oh... Body, mind, or soul. Mm-hmm. I think we could... You could push yourself to let go of perfectionism. In yeah. In your day-to-day life. 
I could push myself to be more of a perfectionist because I feel like I get lost in like the tasks of day-to-day life and I, I don't keep up on top of things like you know housework can get on top of me a task that I have to do can get on top of me like I need organization and I could use a bit of the perfectionism but I feel like you'd be thriving because you're just laid back and everything just comes to you I know but like being too laid back means you're not gonna get anything done do you know what I mean mm. so it's like maybe yes. we need to give each other something yeah maybe we can give each other a pep talk yeah so Aaron could tell me how to be more right give me the pep talk now how do I be more organized oh Jesus I don't know like what <laughs> what's your routine consist of that I can take a bit of inspo from um do you wake up and make your bed so you like sometimes no well if you wake up and you don't make your bed you're gonna have a shit day do you think yeah if you wake up and make your bed at least that's something you've done in a day even if you're going through a depressive episode at yeah. least you made your bed true one task done and true. it's so easy true yeah tell them how like literally over the years guys right so obviously we're talking about depression so anytime I've went through like a phase like that I always fall into like messiness but so Hannah used to always fucking come to my house every, like every couple of months if I was ever going through anything like that and she wouldn't even question it she'd just clean my room <laughs> and like yeah, looking but... back I'm like that's I can't believe that you've done that for me like on those occasions like you're so special yeah but I wouldn't even say that's a big thing yeah, but to me, it was a big thing in times like yeah, that. Yeah, because you like probably, that. you were going through a shit time, so you probably thought it was a big task. And it's weird, because I do, like, I do anything for anyone else. Like, I'd clean the house top to bottom and stuff, but when you're, like, feeling like, like that, I don't know, you can't even sort your own area yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Because you you're not looking after yourself properly. Mm-hmm. You're not looking you don't after care your for space properly, yeah. But that's something that I have, like, ever since I've got my own home, I've yeah. definitely improved because like since I've moved in here to my house, like oh my god, my mental health has just went up so much because I have like the freedom to become who I want to be, like to be doing my meditations, to decorate the house how I want, to like play my little tunes, watch what I want, read what I want. Like that's also another thing where like people think when you live at home with your parents, that's the be all end all of your life, and you're no. gonna be like that forever. No. Like, guys, it gets so much better when you have the freedom to express yourself outside. Yeah, so if you're listening and maybe you might have a shitty home life. Yeah. And you're saying, oh, I'm going to be, this is my life now. It's yeah. not like, you're going to move out. Like you, you've yeah. literally been so expressive with yourself ever yeah. since you moved out. You've been doing what you want to do. And yeah, and that's nothing against your parents. No. Like, your parents are just trying their best, but like we're in our 20s now in your 20s you're supposed to be kind of out there like finding out who you are and stuff and it's hard to do that in the confinements of your parents rules and that you know what i mean yeah so yeah like hold on for when you finally get a space of your own even though ireland does not allow that yeah i know like you eventually will you know gain your independence and move out or even if you want to move away or it's actually sad that some, some young irish people move away like yeah. to try and escape but i don't want to live somewhere else yeah well, I would like to travel, but I would want to settle here. But it's not... Yeah. Jesus, nowadays it's not realistic. Yeah, me, Megan and Sophie were talking about this before we left the gym today. And, like, Megan's going away. She bought, like, a one-way ticket. And I was like, I can't believe you're doing that. Like, that's crazy. Where's that's she going? great for you. She's going into Ireland. Cool. 
and me and Soph were like, oh, I wouldn't do that, like, because I really romanticise Ireland, like, I love Ireland. Yeah, like, no, so do I. Pines, 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 green lands, like, you know, the fucking spear. Yeah, it's I love the, the little, what, the spear? Oh my god! <laughs> the spire! Ah, you can keep that in, fucking spear! <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know my own culture! <laughs> no, but yeah, I get it, like... The dream is to live here, get a house here and have yeah. a family here. Like, that's what I'd want to do. Like, but... I love Ireland. I just wish it, they didn't make it so hard for us to, like, grow a life here. Yeah, like, everyone just emigrates to bloody... It's so sad. Uh, Australia. Because I feel like if it was more accessible, I don't think that people would emigrate so much. No, they wouldn't. I don't think so either. No. Jase, we really went off topic here. <laughs> but no, that's another pressure. Like, Well, Yeah. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Yeah. Thanks for cleaning my room all these years. And <laughs> Get up and make your bed. Yes, this is something that I have But to no, but give me of. advice on how to be more laid bloody back. I feel like I can be uptight too much. and You're not uptight. I feel like I'd be a bit uptight. Um, I suppose living in the, in the moment. Be more mindful. Yeah, like, I don't, I try not to worry about the past or the future. I live in the moment to the extreme of sometimes not being organised and that or yeah. not having plans. So then that leads to me feeling flustered because I'm like, oh, Jesus, I don't even know what I'm doing in half an hour from now. Like, I nearly forgot about our podcast tonight. I'm very forgetful. Mm-hmm. I'm very, but at the same time, I'm happy. Do you know no, what I mean? No, there is positives yeah. in that. Like, I just kind of... You live in the moment. I go with the flow. I have a laugh. Yeah. But I definitely am inspired by your organisation and who you are. Because I want to be a future business owner. I want to do all these things. And I need to have more responsibility. Yeah, but you can recognise that. And I can recognise that sometimes mine is a negative thing. Yeah. Like... We can inspire each other. Yeah, we just... We know how to, like, remind each other of how great the other one is. Yes. And that they're doing good things. and yeah. Like, nearly showing them a mirror and being like, no, you are great. Yeah. You are wordy, whatever, like... Like, sometimes you just have to do that for your friends. Yeah, just speak to yourself like you would your friends. Yeah, like, we give each other some amount of pep talks. Yeah. And sometimes all you need is a pep talk to get your shit together. Yeah. It's like having a PT in the gym, someone shouting at you for you. But you have to be your best friend's PT in life. <laughs> yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. We're each other's life coach. <laughs> <laughs> I need a life coach. I suppose that's it, guys. Like, yeah. I know it wasn't, like, our usual ones, but... Thanks for listening if you got this far. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks for listening. What quick little summary, just live your best life. Yeah, Don't don't care go easy people... on yourself, live in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, love y'all. Everyone's on their own timeline, so don't feel pressured. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye.